0: We have to create the right vibe, you know, the energy and everybody at the organization has to feel so privileged to be here. It's it's no other way.
1: Thanks for listening to the Purely Arsenal podcast. Please
0: follow us on Twitter at Purely Arsenal FP for all the latest Arsenal podcasts.
1: Welcome to another episode of the sit down at the Purely Arsenal podcast. It's three draws in a woe. But it is Saint Tottenham's Day. Yeah, hello Neil Shah, how are you doing, Neil?
0: Yeah, I like that. Three draws in a woe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well I'm gonna have to laugh and be smiling. What can we what you do? So point yeah. dwelling on those things. We're gonna keep moving forward. So I'm fine. How you doing, Jack? You are alright? I'm doing
1: okay, you know. We're both bunged up with hay fever and whatnot, yeah. but or it's just, you know, the 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 the, the tears of Arsenal. Um, we it don't know really. Though. It could be that you look at that. There we go. Got the handkerchief out. But um, uh, mate, oh, mate. Right. I mean, you were there. You and James were there. James hasn't yeah. managed to wake up. He's still he's still feeling the effects of the game. Um, it was a game we went into. You know, we could have gone seven points clear. We were already disappointed from a previous draw at West Ham, which was unnecessary, I think, to say the least. But um, this was against bottom of the league team. You know, I think you know every, everyone, even the most, even the biggest pessimists expect to go into this game and and, and win it. Um, not necessarily win it comfortably, but to to just come out and win it. You know, um, we knew we weren't on the best of form, and I tell you, we could could not have had a worse start. It mimicked Bournemouth from the start. Um, I know you don't love lineup stuff, but just before we get into the Ramsdale moment and everything, we hmm. found out about an hour before Xhaka was ill. And I, I, I like Zaka, but but he, it's one of those positions where I don't absolutely dread it because I feel like I wonder what the option is, you know. I wonder what he will select in it because it does feel like at that eight we've got a plethora of possible options, but and you don't really know which one is the exact uh, secondary place. Like Ben White went out, Tommy Asu comes in for for the eight. It, it felt like it could have been one of three, four players possibly. Um, and he selected Fabio Vieira, which is probably the most likely one that he could have selected. But it, 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 in hindsight, was was a really poor selection. And I like Fabio Vieira a lot, but this was a, a really poor game from him. But it was a poor game from the collective, wasn't it? I mean, in hindsight, did you look at that and think, oh, he should have gone with smith or really, maybe even, he should have gone with Trossard with the way he looked when he came on? 100%
0: I was shocked at Vieira. I just didn't understand it. We, I didn't get to see the uh, lineups we were at the game really early well not the game we were at the uh, around the surrounding areas really early and uh, we got carried away we just chatted and had um, and a few drinks and and not and, um, and then I completely forgot it already passed seven o'clock and the teams must be out I can't remember who actually said alright the teams are, and then they go oh no everyone selected Vieira it was <laughs> we're not trying to down on the guy because I, I don't like to do that with our players I hate it and I think there is a player in him I just feel he needs a loan is I don't think he's ready. Um he I remember when he first came on we were like wowing we were like, oh god this guy looks awesome he looks he looks pretty handy but then the few chances he has got and again let me just play double advocate for a sec he hasn't had the minutes to really prove himself I don't think but at the same time I just feel because of his just his physical attributes I think he's just lacking you know, um, I remember Enkati was lacking. I remember Martinelli was lacking. Even Saka, to a certain extent, they all had to bulk up a little bit. Um, and I think the same for him. I think because of the rigors of the Premiership, he needs that just that little bit more physical, f- physically. And then I think he might be in a better state to play um, uh, at the pace of the game. Now, I, I think alone we're doing well. I don't think we should cut ties with him. A lot of it, I mean, a lot of uh, rumblings that he should sell him and get rid of him. I don't think it's at that stage yet. I think give him a loan, try that out, see what happens. I just don't think he's ready. Um, Jack, I don't, but I could be wrong. What do I know? Um, so when I saw that, I thought, and then I saw Sniffer on the bench. I thought, hang on a second. If he's fit enough to be on the bench, why isn't he playing? We had all that kind of, uh, showcasing him as the new number 10. Uh, I know we were looking for number eight, but he had, we had to be done. sure and he can play in those positions. I know he can, but why, why, why have all of that big kind of media circus? Look at, I knew number ten. You know, in coming just like the Burgham picture. And I'm just thinking, why is he on the bench now? I I know there could be, you know, he hasn't played much. He's come off injuries, et cetera. And they may be talk about his mental state. But then, if all of those are true, he should be on the bench, Jack, for me. And then if not him, what you just said a minute ago, Trossard. Trossard's been exceptional. But I have to say, when we had the front line-up, uh, again, I know I'm talking about a different position here, but when we had the mix of Martinelli, Trossard and Saka, isn't that when we had our seven-game winning streak? I could be wrong. And then since Jesus has come back... No, you're correct, yeah. And when Jesus has come back, and look, again, Jesus is fantastic. He's a revelation for us. It's not happened, has it? We've had three draws. I'm not blaming it on Jesus, but I'm just saying, just mixing that or changing that slight balance when we've actually got the player still fit and willing to play and you saw what he did when he came on, I found that baffling as well, to be fair. yeah. Now, I know we can't do much with the defence because of that stupid Europa game. We lost Tomiyasu and Saliba in the same match in 20 minutes, so we don't have anything much to do at the back. I mean, we, we can shuffle it when we change it to a three or uh, as you guys have been talking about on the WhatsApp group, or, you know, we've got Or and try him out, maybe blood him a little bit more, because there is potentially a lot of good stuff that I'm hearing about him. Um, but, you know, I don't understand Trossard. I don't understand Smith-Rod Smith at all. So I was surprised.
1: Now, you make some interesting points, ones that I haven't really heard too much as well, especially with the load of the area. I mean, I've, I've been trying to avoid a lot of, stuff on social media just in the last it's it's been pretty toxic hasn't it and to be honest i'm toxic at the best of times but i've been super positive this season so i'm finding it hard to just flip you know what i mean and i'm I'm trying to uh, i I see this team in a whole different light to what i've seen previous teams for for decades to be honest um and and um you know, I, I still came out of the game feeling tremendously proud of the team, but frustrated and disappointed. You know, it was a weird one. It's just very weird, and I, I think you make a good point on Vieira. I think my issue with it was, um, well, when it first announced, I think I texted my dad and I went. He went, "Do you reckon it will be Vieira?" And I went, "Most likely. I think it will, just because in previous games before Smith was fit, for example, it was, and Willie." Really, you know, a lot of his comments have hinted at him not really feeling Smith Rowe's quite ready for whatever reason. Now, you, you're right. What if he's been matched fit since sort of mid-January, end of January, whatever it was? Um, why has that not been the case, what's going on there? And I think there's probably more to it, possibly, in the sense of, you know, his trust in the player or maybe somewhat. But, but Smith Rowe, I think, has had about 100 minutes tops this season. And I think the issue you've got there is these are the biggest games of... Arsenal's um, last decade; they're the biggest games of Mikel Arteta's career currently, and I think what's really difficult is for him to throw in a player that's had that fewer minutes. What you might argue on the other end is how's he going to get them, but I just think, you know, if we'd had those. Extra few Europa League games or uh, a few rounds there, or an extra few rounds in the FA Cup, or I think he would be blooded in. I just think the fact we just have the league to focus on, and 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 every game is a cup final within it. I think it makes it really hard. Like he did feature though against uh, uh, Brentford, didn't he? Oh, sorry, not Brentford, but Bournemouth. And, but then he came back off, and Nelson came on and did his thing. Um. Which was interesting. So that, then you could argue there that we well, had faith in him there. So what's happened since then? You know, and he didn't have a terrible performance against Bournemouth um, in terms of you know it was his first game back. So I think you do have a good argument there with with you know there's maybe something more to it with Vieira. I just think he, he missed the trick here because Arteta notoriously with young players that have relatively inexperienced with the team. Like if you look at Saka in his first season under Arteta, he he actually. Withdrew him from some of the really latter stages important games. Like if you look at the FA Cup that he won, Saka didn't feature in any of those late rounds. None of them. He played Pepe, not because he knew he knew Saka was better. He played him because he just didn't. Saka didn't have the experience in the in the, in in those type of games, and um, that's what I found a little bit odd about Vieira. I think we've noticed in the clippets in the last few weeks of Vieira that. The games are getting too big. They get, they're get they quite physical at times, and he gets lost in the physical, physicality, and I especially think he gets lost when he's next to Odegaard because Odegaard's um, uh, frailties, if there are any, um, mimic Vieira's. The they're both a little bit lightweight off the ball. Odegaard combats that with his energy and his enthusiasm, his constant high press, but Vieira lacks all of that. He's like a young Ozil in terms of his physical presence, isn't he, really? So, I think he should My issue was not that he started the era. My issue was he's, he didn't change him at half time because we were all calling it at half time. We were going, get him off now. He's not going to change now. Get him off, now. get Trossard on now or, or Smith, but get him on now. And he waited till I don't know, maybe 65th, or something like that. You know, it wasn't early enough for me. Get him in there. And he, they made such an impact when they did that. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's an, it's an interesting one. Again, it's hindsight, but he's had a few errors, hasn't he, on subs in the last few weeks, which have gone along, of course, with our bad results. It kind of all accumulates. But, um, Neil, you were there, you were there with James, you're meeting for the first time. It's an exciting moment. You've been on the pods for years. I still haven't met James, but it's mental. But, um, and then Ramsdale does that in the first 30 seconds. You must be thinking. What are you doing, you plonker? And we've been raving about Ramsdale the last few weeks. What, what, I mean, what, there's been some argument that he didn't see the player. He saw the player. I that's, that, that's Bern Leno, mate. That's Bern Leno all over. I
0: I've, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It really, really is. Uh, I was actually sat down. So it wasn't one of those where uh, I missed it. I saw it, players playing as daylight. I, I've never been so so cut perfectly in down the middle the, right through the middle of the nose sitting in the center of the of the pitch i was banging the center so like the it, girl, it, were you? yeah i oh, no 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 banging in the center of the center of the side. So I was, I was watching it it's like a, you watch the telly right in the middle of the pitch so it was a great seat uh, and it was just the, just the right height if you know you see what i mean so sometimes being close isn't is is lovely because you you're closer to the pitch of the players but sometimes it's good to be a bit further back because you almost get a television view so it's not too bad and I saw that, and I thought, I just looked at the players, uh, people next to me, and I'm like, oh, "We just shook, did that? We just shook our heads. We thought, right? So you had options to the left and right, and you try and dink a ball in between two of their attackers, and the space between the two attacks is very small, as far as I could tell. What the hell are you doing? Why? Why try and be fancy even before the game has started? Literally, I mean, why do that? you you're risking all sorts of problems. Which he did. It culminated in a goal. Good finish, by the way. Still a good finish. But there was no need to give them that opportunity that early on because you can even see the surprise in their players celebrating. You could see the surprise. They're like, Oh my God, we've just taken the lead against Arsenal within the first 10 seconds or a few seconds or what it was, whatever it was. And we're playing the top, the team that's arguably the best in the league at the moment. And they were shocked and shocked in the sense that, Oh my God, we've got a chance here, lads. And it sets the tone not only for them, but reverse effects on us, because again, we are chasing the game. And maybe we want to do it, Jack, because it seems from our recent records, we don't like going 2-0 up or 1-0 up because we get pegged back. So maybe we play better chasing the game. Maybe maybe Ramsor should have just kicked it in his own net, start off with then we could have done it, because it would have been the same effect, really. But I, I thought that was ridiculous of it. Of him, um, again. I'm not. I love him. You know, I love Ramsdale, and I. I I'm not going to sit there destroying him. But he's had little moments like that, which you think, you're so good. Generally, you pull off some absolutely world class saves. You saved us against Liverpool probably two or three times. Even in this game, after even after the the second goal, he had a couple of close saves. Did any any and he saved the ball. But it's like, why do you do these silly little things which are totally unnecessary? You know, I can understand it, Jack. If we're chasing the game, there's panic setting in, and maybe he just has a brain, a brain burp, and he does something like that. This is literally seconds after kickoff. No need for it. Just do the simple things. Do the simple things. I, I, I was shocked by that. Ridiculous.
1: I mean, Gabriel is in 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 thirty yards of space. It's, you know, I I get I get we want we want to we want to act fast. We want to move fast, and it's like you said, it's just so unnecessary. Some people arguing he should have because he got a fingertip to the save. that He should have made the made the save. I was actually more annoyed with his save uh, or effort to save from Walcotts because I just felt it was so close to him. I don't think it was a great finish. I mean, he, he took it early like Walcott does, and Walcott, in fairness, was fantastic in that first half specifically. I mean, I, even I was watching it going. Okay, you're fantastic here. But I watched you against City the other week, and you barely touched the ball. So, like, but then you know that 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 is where City are at, and that's where we're at at the moment. But um, no, I I agree with you. you know, we're just so disappointing, so frustrating. Mimic the Bournemouth game early on in terms of the conceding early, switching off, just silly stuff, not learning from it. Um, us being too, there's been a sort of feeling over the last few weeks of us. some people say cockiness. It's really just just a lack of. Understanding, awareness—I don't know—just just this this lack of understand, understand how big the moments are, which is just strange, um and just far too relaxed, far too.
0: It's lack like of professionalism, Jack. It's
1: yeah. Professional. Oh, so. Yeah, no, it's not, and and they obviously know how how important these moments are, but they're, they're they're far too relaxed in 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 that moment. You know, people say feeling the pressure, but I'm almost like it's almost the opposite. Far too loose. You know, far too loose at that moment and frustrating. And like you said, Ramsdale, he's 24. Look, I I I love Aaron Ramsdale. Again, I, I listened to a few people saying, you know, you've got to be looking at goal, new goalkeepers. Now, I just wouldn't go to that point. Yeah, people were saying the same thing about Jesus, which we'll get to um, in terms of number nines. And I think I want to discuss that one a bit more. But he's 24. He's making silly errors um, that a lot of twenty-four-year-old goalkeepers make that don't hit the heights that he has done this season. So of course we're we're backing him, but man, he's got to be looking at that and not doing that ever again. Because yeah, playing those balls down the middle are fine, but it's got to be on and it's got to be. There's got to be no risk in it because otherwise you're you're leaving yourself completely open.
0: Absolutely, He might have just wanted the headlines, Jack. You thought. The, the hair, no, nah, no, nah, he's done that. I've, I've, got, I've got to go on better. After yeah. <laughs> what the hair did, it's, it's ridiculous. Right. I know I'm laughing, and I, and I shouldn't be laughing, but honestly, that's is no. Nah. Yeah, I hope he learns. You know, in life, we all make mistakes, right? The best, the, the lesson is to learn from it, and
1: that's something yeah. he learns from. It. No, no, exactly. And we'll, we'll we'll back him. He has been fantastic. He's definitely been up there with one of our best players of the season. And in the last three or four weeks, or maybe even a couple of months, where we've been worst offensively, our XG's been worst offensively. because He's really helped keep us up there at the top of the league. There's been games where we could have drawn it, we could have lost it. Um, You know, Liverpool, for example, I think moments in even those simple games against Palace at home, for example, he was, you know, he made some key saves, leads at home, I remember early doors, he made some key saves, which we forget about because it was simple victories, but he did, he really did, and... um So, look, uh, look, it's just, you know, a poor performance from Ramsdale in this game. I don't really think he, two of the goals, I really was frustrated with him. The the third, I can't blame him for, I thought it was just terrible defending on a set piece. But on the second one, who did you blame there? Because there's a lot of blame from my perspective in terms of how the ball got there. One person that didn't get a lot of blame was Rob Holding, but there is some stills of him going around on that goal. And the amount he steps off, um, I think it's Alcaraz again, the goal. Have been first. closer, he should have got yeah. closer. He was 15 yards off him, Neil. And it's and Saliba, you know, as soon as he gets that ball, he's you would yards he would have been tight,
0: he would have been tight, and that's
1: a huge thing. But I feel bad saying that because he actually wasn't directly involved in any of it. But it's his positioning, it's his spatial awareness. So, Rob Holding
0: that. was positioning. I think, I think it was a bit of a pinball thing happening in midfield, wasn't it? It was it, was, it stemmed from midfield, yeah. And I think, was, was it party got a touch and then it would and it, then it came off Odegaard.
1: Yeah. Playing. Saka's so, but, ball wasn't great to party. but party could have yeah. done better with it, I think. That's
0: right, that's it. Yeah, it's the other way around, sorry. So I'm, I'm trying I couldn't I know but you're it. right. Oda Audogon
1: gave the ball away in the end, I believe. That's it. Yeah, let me That's it. it. That's let
0: me it. That's me. it. So it was just it's just a mess in midfield. I just don't think talking about midfield very quickly, you see this is where the Saliba loss again is impacting, because before, if you think about that defence that we had, it was so goddamn solid, Jack. It really was. This is no disrespect to... Oh, look, look, let me just have a quick word about Holding. Holding is playing the best that he can play. You can't have... I, I'm not happy with fans destroying him because... Holding is what he is. That's it. He's not doing anything. I don't think he's... Yeah, he's making a few errors here and there. But you're going to expect that. He's not a world-class... Again, with all due respect to Holding, he's not a world-class defender like Saliba is or will be become... But he is doing the best of what holding can do, of what role holding can do. And he's the only option we've got. All right. We could try a or Yes. But maybe Arthur doesn't feel he's ready for it. Um, then it's but he doesn't play a two left footers. Me-
1: no one does. And
0: yeah, yeah, yeah that's Because we've got. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. So we've got to play him. What else have we got? Unless we change the formation at the back. So we've got to play him. Um, so I don't think it's so much that, but I just feel losing Saliba has, I think, affected party in a way. Because he's not, he's now having to worry a little bit more again about the back rather than what he was doing when he had the comfort of having the Saliba Gabriel relationship behind him. Now he's having to worry about that as well as what goes forward. What I saw in this game was throwing back to another, you know, going back another year and a half, two years where in the midfield, when we got the ball in the midfield, it was a lot of side to side pass. It was almost again, I don't, wouldn't say they were afraid to go forward, but it was almost as if we were lacking ideas again of going forward because we just didn't have the energy. We didn't have the creativity again. We, lo- we lacked something, and I just thought, "Oh my God, we're doing this side to side shit." We, you know, we, we are—we are chasing the game. What are you doing? Think of doing something, and that's where someone like Trossard would have been very useful. And he wasn't there, and he wasn't around. And I, so I—I—I I, I, I think the Saliba thing isn't just about the defence jack. It has completely changed. The way we were playing as a whole unit, for me, you know, and, and that's, so in a way, I know people are having a go at party that he's dropped off and stuff, but I think he's lost that balance. And of course, he didn't have Shaka. Him and Shaka have been playing really well. You know, we've got to, we've got to say that. I think, I might be going on a limb here and it's all with hindsight and all hypothetical, but I have a feeling if Shaka was playing in that game, I don't think we would have lost, I don't think we would have dropped the points. I've got a feeling we might have been all right and gone on to win that. But it is what it is, and you know we can't change history now. But yeah, the goal. I think it was a, a a midfield. We were just chaotic in midfield. I thought, I thought we were absolutely lost and chaotic in midfield. And if we're chaotic and lost in midfield against Southampton, God knows what we're going to do against City. I mean, you know, it's day day and night, isn't it? Really, um, and, well, isn't and, it? and and yeah, Rob Holding was, I think, just slightly off him. And yeah, well, as you said, it was a it was it was quite a quite a, how can you say, a Walcott-esque finish, if you like. Um, and I think you're right. he played, he's played a lot better than he has done previously. Um, but what I did respect for him is he didn't he didn't celebrate. I, I did respect that from him. I really did. And I think he made some comments afterwards, and he? he was almost apologetic. That he's almost oh, like, yeah, he's a lovely he's, chap, is he's, 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 Yeah, he's, like, he's kind of thinking, oh, my God, have I just derailed Arsenal's season or derailed their charge of the title? But I did respect the fact that he didn't celebrate. Um, I did hear James, I think, on Michael's podcast the kid, he said, I wanted him to celebrate. But I, I, I quite like that he didn't, to be fair. Um, yeah. and Funny, because he but, has
1: done in the past. Um, mm. He scored against us in, in the COVID um, point where we, oh, yeah. we were That's on a right. terrible run and we drew 1-1 one, one with him. I think I don't mm. know how it came on a highlight somewhere. And he, and he did celebrate. But pro- he probably is understanding of, of, of how big the moment is. And he... And he, and yeah. he he linked to that on on his post match interview to be honest, um I got nothing bad to say about Theo Walker, uh, I mean, um I, as a chap, I love him you know theres there's an argument to say how successful he was da da, da but good servants at the club i got nothing I got nothing bad to say about him yeah. was he was terrific, he caused us a lot of trouble in the first half, his speed looked like it was there. I was frustrated because I was, you know, we know it's not the Theo Walcott that we've known, and um, you know he's causing us this many trouble again. You know, go into the fact that defensively we just look like we're all over the shop. Absolutely. But um, I think you're right. There's there's so many errors in there for that first for that second goal. It's not from their perspective. It's lovely. You know, it's a great ball and it's it's a great finish and. But they, you know, this is the bottom side in the league. They shouldn't be given that that time and space to be able to pick that that out, really. And we're so exposed that the back we're so open um, because party gets caught high up, and it's a poor ball from Odegaard, But it's probably a poor initial ball from from Saka. But yet, party, un- party a good party does way better with it. He, he, you know, he keeps hold of the ball, and he he's loose again with his first touch. Um, it's just a terrible time to. have. And where
0: was head. and where was Zinchenko? He, he was further up. Yeah, game.
1: he had a terrible if, game if as looked, well.
0: If you looked where Th- Theo was collecting the ball, or where he's got his hands up to say where to put it, versus Njango, he was yep. chasing it all the time. I mean, he's already, and this is the thing, and this is the argument, he's just, what when he does what he does and it works, it's brilliant. It's absolutely mesmeric. I mean, there was that game where he was, you remember his heat map? We did the podcast and we talked about the heat map and he was everywhere. But that's the game that we won really well and we played really well as a collective. When it works, it's fantastic. But when it's not, when things are not going our way, maybe he needs to think that I've got to do a bit more defence. I've got to put my defensive hat on, not just think about going forward or bombing forward. And if he's going to be like that, stick him in midfield then and bring Tini on. And I know he won't answer until I do that. Yeah. But you've got, you know, we've got to have some structure at the back, otherwise it ain't going to work. If you're not going to have, to, you're not going to play or we'll have Zinchenko uh, playing as a, as that in that position, then change it to a three. You can't you can't play whatever right. you're playing and then have a player missing. Especially Oops. in these moments where we've lost a bit of confidence, we've lost that balance at the back and what and because of the lack of Saliba and Tomyasu. I forgot to mention Tommyasu he's another option that a we've huge lost. Problem, yeah. Right. Yeah. So massive problem. So we've lost all of that. So then you've got to think that okay, we're not as confident, we're not as ticking as we as well as we were. So we've got to maybe go a little bit more orthodox at the back. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't
1: know. It's crazy. No, he, and this is the same problem that Liverpool have had with Trent Alexander-Arnold and they've, and they've not seen it. They, maybe they're just starting to see it. They've taken about 18 months to see the problem and even their fans haven't seen the problem. They still don't think there's a problem with Trent Alexander-Arnold. And the problem we're going to have, and yet Trent Alexander-Arnold is still one of the most important players and I think we're in the same boat with Zinchenko. I still see in a year time, year's time in being one of us most important players. But if we don't have an alternative that is viable, defensively stronger, but yet can still play the inverted role, which we currently don't. Tomiyasu was an alternative, wasn't he? And he, he was a good makeshift alternative for that. I I think he's he, he's a little bit too defensive to be that role, a little bit not quite as technical enough. But we we will sign someone. Arteta, Arteta sees that, that issue I think. The issue in this game was the experienced players like you say there, all the parties, the Zinchenkos, the Jayzusis, the ones that have been there and won it? Those were the ones that were letting us down. But yet it was the Martinellis, it was the Sackers, it was the Oddegars that haven't won a thing that brought us back from the death, and and. It shouldn't have to be that way. It, that's not what we. If, if just one of those experienced players had their head screwed on right, we win that game, you know. But they're all switching off, all at different points. Party. I mentioned earlier in the season that as much as I love Thomas Party, there's a weird thing with his statistics throughout his career, where he's never actually won a, a league title. He got to Atletico Madrid the season after they won it, I believe, and he left the season they won it, he never won the league title with them. He got given a medal for uh, the the season he arrived at us, I believe, or or something like that, or because he, you know he played a few games, but but he he never actually won it from playing full way through the season. Um, and these are the key games, you know. Has he played in these key? I think he won the Europa League, so yeah, he has to that extent. But a league title is very very different. So really, we're looking at Zinchenko and and Jesus, you know, and they've won it with amazing structure. Look at City; they they saw Zinchenko right they saw they they wanted to keep it because they know what he's got when everything's going good but what did they do they 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 they, they removed Zinchenko they removed Concello they played Ake why Ake's not better going forward than even those two but no one goes past him no one goes past him and that's more reliable and, and, and Ake started to get better going forward slowly a bit like Ben White has Just slowly started to get much much more assured going forward God, I hope he's out on Wednesday. Um, they're injecting with something right now, aren't they? Allegedly. allegedly. Um, but um, we're 2-0 down. We're 2-0 down. Honestly, we're not We're not creating a lot. I think in the first half, we had 25 shots to their eight in the end, but we only had six on target. I think we only had one on target in the first half, maybe at a push two. Um, but again, Neil, it's... Uh, my, John's moaning about Saka constantly. He said, this is his fault for a second goal. He's always moaning about Saka. I was like... He's our best player. If anything happens in this game, he's bringing us back into it, and that was the case. Nothing was happening. He he flips down the right. He does a few like he always does, and he whips it into Martinelli. And Martinelli, I don't want his goals to stick. So maybe he's 15 in the league. I think he's the top scoring Brazilian uh, winger of, of of all time in the Premier League. Something like that already. Um, in terms of a league season, these are the players. You know, these are the players that are giving us hope at the moment, aren't they, Neil?
0: As you said, it's the youngsters again just like Smith-Rowe and Saka did a couple of years ago. I, I, I Yeah, I'm so grateful and, bl- and feel blessed that we've got them. Uh We've got two terrific wingers, Jack. Terrific. Terrific. And I was hearing the things that, yeah, although Martin and he had a good game, he was maybe a few here and there. But I'm sorry, he's, he's banging 15 goals for us. I'm not going to criticise him. He's had a good season, no matter what happens now going forward. For me, Martin, Eller, he's done. Martin and he's already done his job. And he's earned his, 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 stripes for me all, all day long. Um, and Saka, well, Saka's just a worldie. He's just a worldie. It, we, we, we are truly blessed. And I mean that to have a player of his talent in our team. And he's so passionate about it as well. And he's got his head screwed on. He really has got his head screwed on. Um, you know, to come again away from a, a penalty miss. Um, uh, and, and, you know, just get back into it. You know, people worrying starting to get worried about his mentality whatnot. But, you know, he's, he's, he's terrific. He's terrific. And it was a good finish. Another nice finish for Martinelli. Really, really solid execution. And it's what, what we needed. You know, I think we scored that in the 20th minute. I think it was.
1: Was it that it was early, terrific? was it? Yeah, I Jeez, think I'm so. Tre- I'm, che- I'm checking back for the time it, right now. I think sure it was 20th minute. Yep, you're right, 20th minute. You were there. Yeah. I don't know why I'm arguing with you. <laughs> but um, no, you're, yeah, no, you're right, Neil. I mean, he's these are fantastic players, I and mean, they've signed absolutely. with us, which is which is fantastic.
0: I and 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 talking about the youngsters, and this is where, um, Jack, I completely agree with what you said about Embersmith Rowe uh, that you know, it, it, and everything you said, but we 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 blooded in when we you remember. When I think we had to bring Saka and Embersmith throw because of injuries to our squad. Do you remember a couple of years ago? They've got in. they got their chances. Yeah, like Chelsea experience.
1: game, that kind of moment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. And I just feel that this is kind of that situation again. Yeah. Um, I hear what you said about Vieira as well. And, I, and yeah, I mean, there's always – I don't think there's ever a wrong or right answer. It's a way we see things. We can analyse to the cows' time. If we'd won and we won well, we wouldn't be having any of these conversations, would we? No. So of it's course. it's such fine margins when football discussion is such a, I think, a fragile thing because – it just depends on the fine margins that, margins that can occur during the game. Um, you know, we could have had, we had a very different conversation if Trossard had got that ball in but I don't know. Well, we may have still talked about the frailties, but it still would have been a win and, and it changes the perspective of perspective it all. But I just feel that we had to give Smith-Rowe that chance when we had an injury crisis and he done well. I I really feel that although it's the business end of the season, I think he's got a really good head on his shoulders. And I, I think he, he could do something good for us if he's not going to go for Trossard straight away. I really do. And, and and I'm only saying that because you brought up the question, uh, the, the thing about youngsters and our young team. And it seems to be the younger generation that is coming coming good when we really need it to be the seniors. But I'll go back and say again, I think we really miss Shaka. Where would we all, any of us, have been saying that a year ago or a year and a half ago? We really miss Shaka. I think. Yeah. I mean it's just
1: stable isn't it you know it. Yeah. he is
0: he is yeah. Uh, but yeah it was great to get you know it, it, it get, I've got to say applaud the stadium again and the fans in it even when we were 2-0 down jack it we didn't we didn't give up when yeah. Ramsdale made that error we got behind
1: the by, behind the player when I we love holding picking down, him up as well I love all that stuff
0: yeah yeah and when we went 2-0 down although initially it was like stunned silence I'm I'm not going to lie it was yeah, within, course. as quick as it was stunned silence, it was again, bang, come on Arsenal, the crowd started clapping, come on, get back in there. Because, you know, the only good thing about their two goals was that they were early doors. So we yeah. got still a lot of time to come back. And because we've seen us do it before, I think that kind of gave us a bit of self-confidence that, look, there's plenty of time. And then that Martinelli goal thought, yeah, right, we're back in it again. I've got to say what I didn't expect was them to go 3-1 up after that. But that's another story.
1: But there you go. Well, that was the kicker, wasn't it? I mean, because yeah. of 2-1, you felt you've got time here. You know, um, we, like, you can't believe you're in this position again. In, in, in one side, you're thinking, how many times can you come back from from stuff like this, you know? Um, but but you believed. You believed. And we, and we did start the second half well. We did start it on the front foot. We were a lot better than we were in the first half. Um and then you can see the a sloppy corner and it's a near post flick on and, and, and everyone is, is miles away from, from the guy editing it in. Um, who, who was it? Was it Coletta Carl that had added it in? I think it might have been. Um, who, who should have been sent off in the first game against. Yeah, it was Coletta Carl. He came well, in half time. Um,
0: it was so frustrating because Saka and Zinchenko looked at him. So they yeah. knew where he was. And then none of them neither, neither did anything about it. It's like, he just, just give him a free ride. Yeah, go on, have a go. But uh, yeah. again, Rob Holding, I think I think if Saliba had been in that position, and again, it sounds like I'm pooping Rob Holding, but if Saliba in that, that position, I think he would have just changed where he was, marking the the guy that flicked it on. Yeah. And I think Saliba would have got to that. But I've got to say, in this case, or what, we just lauded Saka. He saw where that player was, and I think he should have run to him to try and put him off or do something. And he yeah. did it. The, and the, the frustration. Fingendo.
1: Yeah. Frustration is, again, with Xhaka, we lose the height. We lose the yeah. awareness in the box. And, you know, if you watch Zinchenko and that they're, they're both looking to break from that ball. They're thinking we're well, going to win it. And they're both looking to break because we're down. We did the same thing against Bournemouth when we went two-nil down. You know, we switched off at a set piece, but that's the that's the moment we're not putting the same energy into our defending application in defending where we were earlier in the season. It's just it's just the basics, you know. And um, you lose, you, you can't anticipate you're always going to win that flick on, and if, you, and if you don't, that's fine. But you've got to be marking your men. You just left him. for amazing acres of space, isn't it? Um, at three-one. I mean, I think we all did, we all when you were in the stadium, but I think. Personally I, I, I took one eye off of it. I mean I was watching it. I wasn't I didn't leave my seat. Um I was at work but I was I was watching it. Um but but I, I took one eye off. I, I pretty much thought that was done and dusted at that point, to be honest. Um and then all the changes start to come. Uh and they I I felt they should have come at two one, um, to be honest. I felt they should have come at half time. Certainly the Vieira off one. We already spoke about him and that that didn't happen. Um and, but then then he starts to make the changes and he, i I I do feel his changes were Generally the, the the right ones in this game as opposed to previous games. Um I thought they all had a positive impact. But really Crossard Nelson came on in the eighty fifth minute and I thought he was fantastic. I thought he was fantastic and in 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 chaotic play Nelson is amazing. I mean, if a game is a basketball game, just put Nelson on because I tell you what—he's. a you see that moment we he tracked back to win the ball in like the eighty eight, eight, minute? Well, it might be—it might be just after the the free yes. so Bro- the night. But on. Broken play—he's
0: brilliant, isn't he? Yeah,
1: broken play as a sub—he is brilliant. I'm—I'm I'm not convinced from him from the start. I'm not convinced at all from him from the start. But broken play when you need a moment, a goal, and and, and the game's ragged. Both teams are all over. Just put him on, and he 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 loves chaos. He loves it. Um, and it was his setup for for the second one. But before we get to that, I mean, at three one. It did, did 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 you feel pretty much it was sort of a lost cause at that point? I mean, just because they'd scored again, so
0: yeah, I think the three one was a kicker for me. Um, I thought at two one, I would have had hope because I think with me, my mindset was this, Jack. For my mindset was, we have to win. So for me, even a draw wouldn't have been good enough. And I'm thinking, how are we going to get three goals? I wasn't even thinking about getting two goals to get to three all. I was thinking, we ain't got any hope in hell to get three. Even us, after the the, the miracles we've been performing, and actually, despite something, we got quite close, didn't we? Unbelievably, so twice, not very just the close. Cross, Nelson always did it. Can you imagine what a story that would have been doing yeah. it twice? That's the
1: that's the contract signed so right there and then.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, so I. Right, I was I was like you. I was like, well, forget it. Is it. For me, even a draw, is that really good enough? I don't know if it is. I'm not sure it is. So even if we do get it to 3-3, three, three, great, but still disappointed. But I've I've had time to reflect now. Obviously, you're in the moment. You're in the stadium or you're watching it at home, whatever. Emotions are high, always. Now I've had time to think about it. I've got a different view on it, which, which I'll, I'll maybe talk about in a little bit. But um, I, I didn't think there was much hope. And then, yeah. We did it again, unbelievably so. And I think that actually Odegaard's goal, there was a nice bit of role on a play or a passage of play for that. I think there was a few exchanges. And he it was almost, fantastic,
1: wasn't he, in oh, the last great. Way?
0: Oh oh great. And then to, to get the way he positioned again, he positioned himself for that goal. I think Ben White Park was his in didn't he? Was it Ben White? Rewatching
1: end, it. It, it is Ben recall. White. It's Ben White giving yeah. an inside touch. Then it's all oh no, it's a couple of couple of one twos between Odegaard and Ben White. Now, yeah. who, who, who I, I didn't think had a great game Ben White hmm. to be honest I don't, I don't think Odegaard had a great game but when we needed him the most he, he steps up yeah he steps up and then what's annoying to me Neil is in the last few games where we've been needing a goal he's taken Odegaard off yeah, and I West Ham he took yeah, it off yeah that's so true why are you taking him true. off he's he proved this last season oh, by the way we, yeah, were, we, were, um, we were down a couple of goals last season at home and West Ham away in, the, in his loan who brought us back what a if we're down he's another player keep him on I say oh, keep him on because he he's he's captain for a reason isn't he
0: absolutely don't bring him off don't no. get that one That's that is really strange and he proved it he proved it in this game and that was a great goal I mean yeah he had to take it. He, he did move about to shuffle himself to get on his rights his strong side but what a goal what a finish again it was a classic one there wasn't an awful lot of power but his positioning was fantastic the goalkeeper didn't have a chance and it was a direct shot. There was no deflection. Went straight in. Beautiful goal. And then, oh my god, Jack! The stadium. Oh dear, oh dear.
1: Well, when Sackers went in, you must have gone mental.
0: 100 percent. Oh, 100%. oh yeah. my god. And, and and you know what? Because there was still keep, time. And, oh, no, how, how many times have i said it this pod this this year this year or this season? I, I don't think it's going to get any louder. Oh, and I'm sure you had it when you went. You it, the, 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 the no it, It's literally it's rumbling. It's moving. Yeah, moving and how, is that, yeah. how is that possible for such a solid structure? It's yeah. ridiculous. And yeah, when that went in, and then of course, uh Saka, uh, and again, I credit to Nelson. He is, 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 is makes himself so, he's such an annoyance to that defence. You see, that's the thing. I think when you've got teams on the uh, uh back foot, when you've got teams on the back foot, when you know that us, we have now got the wind in ourselves because there's like, oh my God, hang on a minute. There's a chance here. That's the best time to play Nelson. Because is fantastic at that. He's almost like a predator. He's like a stalker. And he's like, right, in this chaos, I can see something. And I can latch onto it. That's exactly what he did. And it was his shot, wasn't it? That was deflected. And just, Saka just did what Saka does. And he's the first person to notice the ball's loose. I'm going to hit it. Get it straight in the net. And wow, the response. Wow, this stadium. Honestly, Jack. Uh, my, I was deafened I was deafened you're on mute by the way but I was deafened I was right. deafened it was yeah. so loud and then there was kind of every, no one stood after that no one was sitting down yeah, we were just standing up and we were expecting we were expecting do you know what can Lightning strike strike twice could it be Nelson that does it and then Trossard shows why he should have come on a lot lot earlier
1: yeah it oh was yeah great, great shot
0: great effort
1: that was probably the best chance I mean we had a lot of in the box scrambles Jesús yeah. asking for penalties I don't I haven't seen clips to know if any 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 were or maybe they were too light and soft and I mean let uh, like again Saka uh Odegaard I mean they're all in double figures now in the league it's getting it's getting silly in terms of their goals um there's been a lot of, I mean Jesús had some some chances I don't I don't off the top of my head he had a lot of chances for sure I don't off the top of my head recall any unbelievable sitters, but I'm trying to recall maybe I need to watch the extended highlights. But he had 1.45 XG and he didn't score a goal. In the Premier League overall he has around sixty-five or sixty-seven goals for a ninety expected goals. I'll give you the equivalent. I believe, uh, Firmino, who's linked to him a lot in terms of the playing style, is probably at around 85 goals for a 93 expectancy. So, what they're basically saying is he should get a lot more goals than what he does get, and his finishing is relatively poor. That's basically what they're saying. But the argument has come out since this game, people lauding him, by the way, before this game, but okay. Um, but since this game, the argument's come out from some fans or some sections of the fan base that, um, you know he's not doing his job. We need someone more prolific in there. We got to change it up next season. We need someone more prolific. I I wouldn't go that far. I think I think you, the XG was there before you bought him. You knew exact his highest ever goal ratio is thirteen fourteen goals. He's got nine this season and he's missed three months. We, we we've bought exactly what we expected to buy. There's not, there's nothing. We we bought a guy that we knew if we played him, the team would score a hell of a lot with him. But he might not necessarily be the person that's putting him in the back of the net. He's done exactly what we've asked him to do. So to say we need to change him. Means uh, there's no not a chance. Arteta's thinking that. My opinion is the alternative is the problem because when you bring on Eddie, which I didn't agree with personally, I get it because we're trying to get a goal, but I didn't agree with it. I I, I actually didn't. I would have brought on. I would have brought on Smith Rowe. I would have brought on someone else that I think could provide something a little bit different um, and not not take up space where I don't think it's necessarily needed. But Eddie is also low on his XG, and the problem with that is it mimics the 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 problems of, of of Gabriel Jesus without the strengths of him because Eddie doesn't have all the link up play and bringing others into the spots and so my issue is the alternative isn't prolific enough not that Jesus isn't prolific enough and I think that's my real issue and I'm not blaming Eddie for any of this he didn't play hardly at all in this game it's not his fault but um I don't know what's your feeling on Jesus he obviously had a poor game in front of goal there's no denying that but I think uh sometimes we've got to have a little bit of you know, objectivity aren't we
0: I think so. I, I, I would be. I think
1: it would be stupid to get rid of him. Absolutely ridiculous. I wouldn't. No,
0: I like him. I like him a lot. I like his passion. Maybe sometimes it's questionable, but I think his, 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 his heart and his mind. I think are generally in the right place for our club. <clears throat> he wants the club to do well, and I think that's why him and the likes of Sinchenko are getting very emotional. I think they, they feel that you know they have been an intrinsic part, uh, respectively to contributing to where we actually are. Let's not forget, we're still five points clear at the top of the table. You know, we, People seem to forget this, which is unbelievable when you think about it, Jack. We're still five points. Yes, they've got two games in hand. Yes, it's in their hands. Da, 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 da. Well, is it really? Because if we beat them, it's kind of in our hands as well still, in a way, in a small way. So I think that you know they feel like they've, they've become a, a part of that process to get us there. And I think when they, we have let down moments, they feel it, they're showing it, they're wearing their heart on the sleeves. I actually I, I like that. I, I know there's been some criticism of it, and I get and I get the reasons why. But you know, it's like the, the huddle, isn't it? When say, uh, Sincheco got them all in the middle of the pitch, and maybe some of them were like, "What are you doing? You know, we don't need to be schooled here. You're not a, a school teacher." But I kind of I I used to laud it when it used to happen when Xhaka did it when we scored that goal against Tottenham, I think it was, and he said, "Calm down, don't get excited," and he did it. He was lauded, he was praised. So. But Sinchenko's getting criticized for it, so no I, I I like it for me personally, this is my thing. I might be wrong. I like all of that. I like the emotions, and I think they're just feeling that you know this is this is a time where we're that close. Let's not let it go now. We're six games away to actually achieving something absolutely unbelievable. Let's not let it go, so I get all of that, and I think, hey, Zeus, I think that would be a mistake. I think you're right, you know, I know you're gonna say, get rid of it. <laughs> that's weird things. I think Ed, I, I think we need an Eddie replacement. I know that sounds so harsh. I think you're oh, right. Yeah. I think I, that, mean, I think I, we need an Eddie replacement. I, I, I just feel you know, he's he done what he'd done and he'd done it really well. Okay? He done it really well when Jesus was absent. We didn't miss Jesus. You see, this is the two differences. You've got Hayes I think Saliba's absence has been far well, it's obvious I'm talking you're saying the opposite, far more prolific than the Jesus one. When Jesus went missing we still were carrying on quite well. And we we said, yeah, we had that little blip, as you said, uh, I think before we were, we were on air where city, we lost the city and then it was post or pre, I can't remember. And we had that blip, but then we recovered really well from that really fast. And who's to say that's not going to happen this time. Who don't know? Three draws. That could be our blip, mini blip. We could recover. I don't know. But I think the Saliba impact or loss, loss of him has been far more prolific than the Jesus one. I, 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 and that's quite, comforting in a way and there's the argument as we said then oh do we really need him then well yeah we do because you know we were lucky that trossard martinelli and that sucker stayed fit uh once we bought trossard in january trossard was amazing in his absence as well um eddie did his bit in his absence but i think that it would be really good for eddie i believe if he went to another club i really believe for his own progress because I don't think, again, it's going to be very similar next season, Jack. I don't think he's going to get much time if all our other frontline players are fit. I really don't think he will. So I think it's best for him to go. And then we've got someone else who's maybe a little bit more, I don't know. What, how can, how can you describe a little, a, a super ready, if you like, player, kind of player? Maybe he's someone who's a little bit more stronger, a little bit quicker. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I just feel that. We need someone in this position rather than Balligan could be the answer. Balligan could be the answer. Don't know. So yeah, but I I think it's wrong to say that we 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 you know we need to think about an Azus option. I think that's ridiculous. What he offers around the ball, around not scoring, is incredible. He really does bamboozle defenders. They don't know what they what they're going to get with him, and he does show up in pace. and 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 then, on a minute, let's not forget he has scored a couple of goals since he's come back. Is it three goals he scored? I thought
1: four and three before this
0: game. So what, 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 what are people talking about? He scored. It's just because he didn't score. Yeah. I think there was that one where he's done it a couple of times where the ball's, uh, like a cross, cross, cross pass towards the side of the, uh, the, 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 post of the, the, the goalkeeper. And he's just not got there in time. He's just, just missed the, missed the, uh, you know, the connection. Um, and he had a couple of other chances maybe, but no way. I love Jesus. Not for me, no way. Definitely
1: no. keep it. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And uh, no, he had a tough game. He, he, you know, he, he you could you could have subbed him possibly, but why would you when you when you're trying to get go? He, he was getting in the position. You know, I mean, we made made this argument against Bamian and I and we're like they're not even getting chances. They're not even getting near the ball. I mean, you you never w- watch a game with Gabriel Jesus and go, oh, he wasn't really involved today. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. I mean, he's always involved in everything. Everything you're defending, you're attacking. It doesn't matter. He's just involved. I love him. I think he's brilliant. Um, I think he's brilliant. And it, when he plays, Saka and Martinelli score more. That's what I think. And and Odegaard, they score more when they play Martinelli. He was in a bit of a rut. He brought him and Trossard back in, and suddenly you know he's going. You know, and and that's that's what he's about. He's about bringing the best out of your best players. And well, Martinelli and Saka are our best goal-scoring players, and he brings the best out of those players. And that's why we've scored one goal less than Manchester City this season. The problem is, we, the problem is, is we've conceded 34, and I don't remember the last time a team, and we've still got six games to go. I don't remember the last time a team that won the league conceded that many goals. I've looked up the last 10 years, and and they've all been below 34, um, and that's after 38 games. So we're conceding far too many goals, and that's my biggest issue. I mean, we're conced- and obviously Saliba being absent and Toby being absent, two of our best defenders. Um, I know Toby Asu didn't always start, but they really are two of our best defenders. Uh, being out is hugely problematic, and we couldn't have predicted that really. But it's frustrating. But Look, I mean, it's free, free. I don't, I didn't really know what to think. I was disappointed, I was frustrated, but I was proud. I think at the end of the game as well that that we didn't, we didn't give in. You know, we did, we managed to find a way to, to not make it absolutely calamitous and a nightmare scenario in a way, um, and to give us a little bit of hope. You know, I mean, and you know, like, like I said, I, I, I am dreading Wednesday night. I think a lot of Arsenal fans are. You know, feeling the inevitable feeling of uh, of maybe last season, you know, where 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 similar stuff happened and and it all kind of collapsed upon us and stuff like that. That was obviously not going for a title, though. That was going for top four. So it's definitely bigger things at play here. But with that, uh, Neil, we we do have to speak about the 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 biggest game of the season. um, Probably from a large perspective, been thought of for a few months. We're not going into it with any sort of buffer or lead that we had hoped and I think that's the frustration you know when people say oh you know Arsenal you know are feeling the pressure you know if if you lose to to a city or you know drop points at Newcastle away and that's the reason you don't win it you, you, you can't make those arguments I don't think but when you do it against you know West Ham who are struggling in Southampton that's where those arguments have some have some bite to them and they have some some truth in them. you would argue you know but um our record up north is terrible this season then we 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 with liverpool we lost to everton we we've, we've lost to man united there's one or two others in there so there's that to come uh, con, contend with there's also the the problem of of having to change something i think if he's ever going to change something formation wise personnel wise like a serious change Uh, That we don't expect it would have to be now because our next three games is City, Chelsea, and then Newcastle away. So we've got City and Newcastle away, two games where you may have to consider something different anyway. So this would be the time to do it. And I know you don't like talking about formations, but and I'm not blaming it all on him. But it would have to. I think the only two options here. From his perspective, Arteta's, I think he's either going to stick it as it is with Rob Holding, or he's going to hope Saliba's got a new spine by Wednesday. And I think those are only, his only two options. I find it difficult to believe he changes his philosophy. Do you know what I mean? Um, like we were talking about in the chat earlier, Mike had some great ideas, I've got to say, um, in terms of formation. Do you think, though, there is a, cause it, you know, when he spoke about the formation, Mike, he had a lot of good points that people put interest in interesting positions from it. He basically said, plan back three, um, and put Martinelli and Sakura as wing backs and put Tierney in, in, as your left centre back or, or Kibbe, or I argued, and put Zinchenko next to party and, 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 and things like that. Do you think that's a possibility at all for us on Wednesday? Because it is really, I mean, it's not all down to that. There's five games to go after it, and, and lots of things can happen there. But, but it is monumental now what that game could mean for for our season specifically. You know,
0: I, I I think anything's possible. But the point is, Arteta's maybe ego or stubbornness can't. Can you see it? Be truthful. I can't.
1: I can't. No, I do find it really difficult to swatch the last three games and for him to just go. We're doing the same thing again. Like. Mm-hmm. You know he must see. He's obviously seeing these problems, which conceded seven goals in the last three games. So he's obviously seeing that. You know he knows how silly. He said as much after the game. He said it's silly how we're conceding these goals. It's really silly. So I, I don't. We have know.
0: We, we, we we have what we have in defence. We just we mentioned it earlier. We we've got our problems where we've got two in, two key injuries. Uh, either we go with the three and 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 you know re- relieve re- relieve Sinchenko of those. Uh, Defensive burdens, uh, which obviously he, he would rather not have, uh, and, you know, and, and have a change of formation and pack the midfield because, at the end of the day, I think that's the key battle because, you know, we've got to stop players like De Bruyne, haven't we? That's the problem. Um, so yeah, we, we could, he could do that. He could tweak it. But, um, one thing he's definitely can't do is play Biera. Can't do
1: that. Uh, I'm hoping Sheffield. will happened. be. Back.
0: I'm hoping Xhaka will be back. I don't know what his situation is. Is He back? Do, do he's he just ill.
1: Well, so again, he... if if it's COVID or something like that, then he could be out, right? But um, no, even even with that, as long as he's feeling fine, I expect he'll be fine. I expect he'll be yeah. fine. Yeah,
0: uh, I th- I think I think any anything we do, the thing is, we're getting fearful of them as well because they're just destroying everything in every other competition as well. You know, I I was expecting them to feel the pressure of the other competitions, and no, nah, no. Nah, by munich dismantled them but like at, with ease literally it's ridiculous so you know it's like well forget the fact that they've got other competitions aren't making any difference to them at all so you know and seeing what they're doing and that blooming cyborg doing what he's doing <sighs> holding against Haaland, oh Haaland. Mm, well, I, I th- I th- we saw I, it I, a little bit didn't we in yeah. the fa
1: cup yeah, And well, we didn't play that bad in the FA Cup, uh, he changed him at half-time for Saliba. And although yeah. that was when we conceded the goal, Saliba yeah. handled him a hell of a lot better, obviously. He
0: did. He did. So I don't know whether we have to put someone else on him. I, I don't know. The thing is, um, what I will say, because I have rubbish at formation, so I'll let you talk about what you think and what how you see it. I Just from a different perspective, for hope's sake... When we won the league in 89, we thought we'd blown it when we lost to Derby. We had a horrible result at Derby. and it at home, that Derby game? I think so. I think so. I'm trying to remember. I'm it was 1-0. I know it was a 1-0 loss. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, it was, it was. I'm trying fever to remember the pitch.
1: fever pitch. We, we lost 1-0 at home to Derby today. Do you think I yeah. really care about a poxy so it's, job? It's, yeah, it's, a, kind it's a, at it's home. Kind yeah.
0: of, it's kind of similar. The dropping the points against Southampton is kind of because everyone expected us to beat Derby. Everyone expected us to beat Southampton. We're like, oh, I see. It. it's all over, all over. So football is a funny old game. As some, you know, we someone it once Wimbledon said, we did against
1: Wimbledon as well, didn't we?
0: Yeah, we did. We dropped points there, so it's kind of a little bit similar. And to give give some fans who are kind of wa- you know uh, kind of wavering, just that hope that you know it can happen. Maybe it's fated that we do beat City, you I know? it's a miraculous thing to ask. But it could be fated that we win the league by beating City because you know what will happen? If have some strange capitulation, City have a capitulation and they drop points where we don't expect them to in the last four or five games and we win and we win by not beating City, or they're going to say, yeah, you won the league, but you didn't beat City, did you? Isn't it more of a fairy tale? Isn't it more of a a, a kind of a a love story or a romance tale that, yeah, we won the league in that that year or that season and we beat the league? one of the best teams in the world, on route, away at their ground. Amazing. So there's the hope. But I think formation-wise, we've got to pack them midfield. So I kind of liked, was it Michael's formation where he, he, he said, let's yeah, play that. I liked play it. I mean, I, and, I thought
1: Tierney maybe, Kivy or Tierney, I, was up, but yeah. I liked the but, idea of it in a way.
0: But Trossard's got to feature far more. If Even if he doesn't start, he's got to feature far more. I mean, I want the players that are doing the business. We've got to have our best players doing the business on that pitch on the day. Shaq has gotta be back. If he's fit and he's well and healthy, hopefully he is, he's gotta be on there as well. I don't know what mix he does, I don't know what formation, but I mean Kibior's interesting. Wow, to bloody him against a team like well, that. Well, my that argument for Kibior
1: over a Tierney and a back three is yeah. I I think the trust has gone from Arteta in Tierney. I think it's it's visible to me. He started five games all season. I don't know Kibior hasn't started many, but he's he's it's a different yeah. situation. He came in January, didn't he? Um and it would be a big ask, but but basically what you're saying in the back three is that player is going up against their right winger, who is Riyad Mahrez, who is on fire at the moment. Do you know what I mean? And I I've always thought Kieran Tierney's defensive capabilities are slightly overrated. Whilst I don't think they're as vulnerable as Sinchenko, I've never particularly thought he's a great defender. I've ne- I've just felt he's better than. Zinchenko and, and, and you know players going forward like that, but I've never really felt like Ashley Cole. I felt he was great going both ways. He really got done. I've never really thought that about Kieran Tierney defensively. I'm not to be honest. I I, I felt that even last season when I didn't even know about Zinchenko being in the side. So, but you I mean look the way they're playing, you, you, the the thing that makes me think he might do something is just um you know I don't I don't see how we match them with with the personnel that we've got if he's if, if is somehow an option which i find it very difficult to believe but some people said he was out on the grass and and things like that and if that's the case then you know if you're going to risk him at any point again this is the time to do it um because what w- why don't you just say he's done for the season then because th- these are the games that you, you you're waiting for you know and i thought about it and i was like well, when, when did he last play he last played on april the ninth, um on uh march the 19th i think so it's just over a month Zinchenko was out for about the similar time when he came in against Chelsea away and we won 1-0. Uh, he was out for about a month and he just dropped him in on one training session. I don't know. Don't, I don't know. You know, you don't know. They don't Zinchenko played the full game. But against Chelsea. Yeah. He, I'd have to look that up. He played a lot of it. He played a lot of it. Okay, um, he, fine. He played because probably that's my, 60, that's 70 my minutes. My only
0: worry, even if Saliba is available, he, as you just said, he's been out for a month, you know. The last game was the you know, the Europa game, wasn't it? So was that Europa game or was it did he play one after? No, no, it was Europa. No, it was game.
1: Europa, I believe yeah. I believe so, yeah. it was March nineteenth, yeah. around right. that time. Yeah.
0: Right, so yeah. Yeah, that fit it's gonna be. Because he would have had no game game play time at all, would he? Real game no. time at all. He'd just no. be put straight back in.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly, and I'm trying to see if I can see when Zinchenko came off just to get an idea of the, of the fitness belief at that point. We scored at 63 minutes. He came off at the 78th minute, played 78 minutes, what? and um, I believe he was out for about a month. I believe he was out for about a month. I would have to look at our fixtures, okay. but I'm almost certain because I remember. We've get Straws
0: back, hoping he's going to
1: be Well, we are, but we are, we are, but my a my fear faster, is but- yeah, we, yeah, exactly. I mean, what else have we got? Like you said, you're you're ever the optimist and, and the romantic, and you bring up all those things, and it, and it's lovely to hear. And I, I mean, you know, it is. I mean, because I have that sort of sense of, of of losing all hope at this point, and just dreading mm. uh, going into to Wednesday, but but on, on the other hand, I, I look at it and go, well, you know, largely football fanism is is, is disappointment. I mean, it is largely, isn't it? I mean, um, unless you're in that lucky bracket where you have, like we did from 98 to 2004, or City now, or, you know, you have those moments where your team's just, just in a in a whirlwind. Um, it largely is full of disappointments, but what you don't remember all the time is, is leading into these games, especially if they are disappointments, but the, the moments leading into them and forgetting, like, oh, we, you know, we were this close or, or we had this opportunity. And and, and it's everything to have the opportunity, you know. It's everything to have the opportunity. And Arteta needs to to draw that into him. He needs to make them see that if he can get them to see that a pass the last three games and forget about the last three games and the fact that they had such a buffer. And the only thing I would say in a positive is this team currently in the state that it is needs to know that it has to win. That is definitely true, without doubt. That is definitely true. The thought of needing only a draw going somewhere or something like that wouldn't play into our hands the way this team is at all. It wouldn't. So that is my only sort of that 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 would be where my optimism is coming from in that sense. I think the mindset for the for the players um, is is very much what they would need. You know, like a, a you know a do or do or bust kind of thing. Um, but I don't know on the formation. I I think Mike's formation throws up a lot of interesting points. The weird thing with it is it would be Saka and Martin Elliott wing backs, but they're so strong and structured. You could see it. You could see it that they, they work so well both ways. Zinchenko dropping in alongside Party. Well, he does it anyway. Um, you, do, do you know what I mean? Um, he does it anyway. Or Jacker or and, and Zinchenko and Partey, They're all there. Um, Odegaard still sitting in the hole, but with Jesus just in front of him. Um, the only question mark there is, who's your left centre-back? If Ben White's coming in alongside Gabriel, who's your left centre-back? But other than that, it makes a fair amount of sense. But what we have to ask ourselves is, is it something the players have even been working on? If they haven't, how do you transition to that that quickly? Maybe it's an easier transition than we think. I don't know. The only time Arteta has beaten Pep Guardiola, funny enough, was in the FA Cup semi-final, where I believe we set up very similarly. I believe we set up very similarly, with a kind of a back free ish very much on the counter. The difference there is I don't think it matters if we play about four or about three. I don't think we're going to play on the counter as such. I think we'll go there to try and dominate the ball. I think we've got the second-top possession in the league after City, but the interesting thing about this one is it's at home for City, so them giving up possession like they did at the Emirates won't be so easy for them to do that. So they, they, they will come to dominate the ball as well. So we will have to be able to cope without the ball, which might play into having a system like that. I'd be very curious come uh, come 7pm on, on, on Wednesday night. I think we'll be clicking on the Arsenal Twitter page looking at what we're, what we're seeing, you know. And, and we might not be able to tell. We might not be able to tell even from the lineup. We might not. There might, might be so many things in play where we're going... I have no idea how we're setting up um, here, yeah. but what excitement! I still, with all the disappointment and the frustration and the and the feeling of 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 doom, um, but but there's still excitement going into.
0: it. Yeah. Jack. Uh, At the end of the day, maybe we can be buoyed by the fact that they that their never say die attitude in the last few minutes against Southampton. Yeah, it is Southampton. It's like, well, you're expected to win anyway, and da 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 da. There's nothing to really you know uh, shout about, but actually, it is because. Three one down, eighty eighth minute. Not many teams can come back from that. Not many, but we did. Yeah. We did, and actually, we had two or three opportunities to even win it. So, yeah. and 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 again, the argument about them moaning about the extra injury or the injury time. No, 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 no. You gave us that injury. We we actually were short changed. I think it should have been ten or eleven. Actually, if if yeah. the World Cup was to go anything anything to go by. You know, we were the people were having ten, fifteen minutes of extra because they were mapping every single moment where the football had stopped. Then, yeah, I think there should have been ten minutes, not eight. I think yeah. we were shortchanged. So there was nothing made a point in we... the
1: lines, but as well having three or four yeah. minutes in that injury time Correct. period.
0: Correct. So, sorry, uh, yes, that was completely warranted, um, and we had chances to win it. So maybe we can be buoyed on that, and the fact that we're buoyed that just that's our said to focus on right wasn't a greatest of, wasn't our greatest of games. Let's forget about the draws previous, the two previous draws. Focus on those few minutes where, look at you guys, you came alive. And that that is my concern. You know, you talk about concerns, Jack. They're always valid, and I always love hearing you on the WhatsApp and seeing some of your tweets. My concern is, why can't we sustain a good level for 90 minutes? We seem to be playing in bits. We have a good 20-minute spell. We have a good 10-minute spell. We have a good 40-minute spell. In this case, we had a good 10-minute spell at the end of the game. Why are we doing that? Why... There's gonna be more consistency, that is my concern. And against a team like City, we need a ninety minute good spell to even give us a chance. That's not even guaranteeing a win. That's just to keep us in it. So boy, they've gotta be at their very, very best. Every single player, whoever comes onto that pitch or that park on Wednesday night, they have to play the game of their lives. They have yeah.
1: to No you're spot on and um that you know the on the city front, I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty much injury-free. Obviously, Ake pulled up, if you want to call it that, uh, with a with an injury. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a planned sort of tactical thing from him, to be honest. He's not really commented too much since that injury. I would not be surprised to see him show out on Wednesday night. In a way, I want him to because he had Saka in his back pocket in, in the last game. He really did. Um, and in the FA Cup to a degree. He's he's obviously been a terrific player for them this season. And um, like we said a few games ago where Saka was quiet, be careful when he's quiet, Saka, because he'll come back at you. And uh, I think he showed it full well in, in the Southampton game, to be honest. And um, he'll be knowing. He'll probably be wishing he goes up against Saka. Um, so in, in a way, I mean, I hope he's not fit, because it means at least they've got to change something about their team. They've got to bring on a 60 million backup player rather than play a 40 million one, you know. Oh, I'll tell you, FFP's in the mud, in it. But how, how are Chelsea still signing players? What, what is it that they've got? I don't what is going know. On? Don't know. <laughs> the frustration, my biggest frustration, every season I get frustrated with something. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, the belief of, oh, you know, a few seasons ago, there was a Liverpool playing fantastic football and all that. I was like, no, I'm shutting that one down. This season, it is the unbelievability of paid Chelsea mouthpieces just disregarding FFP entirely. Uh, four managers in a season, they're gonna have 26 players signed for 650 million, not including all the payoffs for managers and da da da, bring it in, paid off, uh, Grand for 55 million or something like that. <laughs> and not, no one bats an eyelid. And, and in fairness, for all that City do, Chelsea are there in plain sight, showing you. FFP does not exist, and there are journos out there just lauding it as some sort of achievement to make signings when you're 11th in the domestic league and the most expensive squad in the world. They're an absolute scummy team, scum from the top down. They always have been, nothing's changed. You can change the ownership, you change what you like. It's still Stamford Bridge, you're still the same group of people going there. Me, you, all, I've been on those terraces, I know exactly what their fan base is like. They are the scummiest team going by far. At least with Man City, they they don't have a fan base, so I don't have to worry about them. There's no real fan base. They've got two fans: Noel Gallagher, Liam Gallagher.
0: No <laughs> Jack, Jack, I was going to say all that. I've I've I look. I've been going. I've been involved in football as a follower and a supporter, or whatever you call it. Going to games, watching on TV, going to pubs, blah blah blah, for the best part of four decades. Right. Um, obviously, I wasn't going to the pub when I was seven years old, but you know what I mean. And um, I've never ever. I don't know you. You might. You may have. I've never, ever met a Man City fan, ever. The only time I did was when we had our three uh, FA Cup semi-finals in a row at Old Trafford, when we had that three run. And I was lucky to go to all three. And the only time I met a Man City fan is the cab driver taking us from the hotel to the ground. And he's saying, no, we're all Man City fans in Manchester. There's no Man United fans here. And that's the only time. But outside of Manchester, never met one, not one
1: yeah Weird, come over here mate they're all Man City fans they've been for oh. like at least two or three months it's terrible um, it's shocking it is whenever I see someone say that I'm like yeah okay okay fair enough but yeah it's the way in the world isn't it you know 10-15 years you're gonna see them all you know uh, you know, in their mid-30s saying they've, they've been a, a City fan for life and they they had family members that grew up right there, and all this rubbish. But, um, you know, it's it's going to be all of that. You see Wembley Stadium today, pathetic, pathetic. Uh, I mean, a half-empty stadium for a semi-final. It's like they don't even care. They don't even care that they're there that often. It's, so tragic. It's so, so bad, isn't it? It's so, so bad. But here we go. I mean, we, you know, we're going there. I don't know when we last won there. It was over about a decade ago with Santi Cazorla and Drew. Was that 2012-ish?
0: Wasn't it Coughlin as well? No, that Coughlin was the other
1: one. Wasn't it? might have been playing in that game. He might well I think we
0: beat yet. City 2-1 2 1 when we did not. My 2-0. first podcast with you. I'm sure we beat City.
1: Was that the City? Was that the Kazoola Giroux yeah. one, was it? Oh, I'd have to look back. Brilliant. Really. Yeah, so, and I think
0: Codland had a blinder.
1: Well, I'm okay, sure it yeah. was. I know Kazola was amazing in it. But, um, yeah. Because he did that. He scored the penalty and then Giroux scored the header. I think yeah. it might have been 2-0. It could have been 2-1, but I think it might have been 2-0. But whatever it's been, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. So there's that to contend with as well. I mean, we all know about records, you know, in Liverpool, Anfield and how that plays. But, um, mate, we've got to go and believe. So let's get predictions. What's your prediction for the game and your first scorer? Assuming there is one uh, and your first no. scorer for the game.
0: I have to predict a win because it was. that's the only way. we come this far. Right, I've got to predict a win. Got to. I'm trying to trying to convince myself here, Jack.
1: Hey, hey, it's it's working. It's working for me. I'm, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Oh my god!
0: Do you know what? Of all the, I would have probably gone Martinelli Saka, but I'm going to say Jesus. Go on. Oh wow! first scorer. Yeah, it's perfect. Perfect. Can you imagine if Jesus and Chenchko score, we win two one. How about that?
1: Yep. 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 But I'll
0: take, do you know what? Who cares? Just win. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if Ramsdale runs onto the bloody, into the penalty area and heads it in or kicks it in or, or it comes off an arse. I don't care. Yep. Just win.
1: Yeah. Just win. What was your score? Sorry. Yeah, I know Two your one. score. 2-1. Two 2-1. Two one. One. Two one. Jeez. Uh, you know, you talked about emotion and I, and, and uh, Henri spoke about emotion. He said, um, you can't be too emotional at this moment and what I'm seeing mm. from Arsenal is a lot of emotion I think he had some valid points to be honest mm. Mm. Um, And we, I, I, in a way you can't change what you are this group is a, a young and an emotional and, and desperate uh, you know, desirable group that wants to, they want to do things they've never done you know I mean the, that's infectious in a way and this specific game I want us to show all the emotion I want us to show all the emotion Thank do you know you. why? Because that's I want We've got to get under their skin. We've got to get under their skin. When Liverpool beat them, when they do, that's exactly what they do. You've got Pep moaning at the refs, screaming at the crowd. Really You've get it got flipped, to didn't you? get under their skin. Create something. We've got ex-players of theirs. Don't overdo it. But have it on the right side. Have that controlled aggression on the right side. And and yeah, yeah, be emotional. Show how much you want it. Because I think in the first game, we lacked a little bit of that. We lacked a little bit of that, I think. It was too... It was too subdued. It was too subdued in that game at one-one. I was, I, I was going. Let's crack into him here. Let's really go after. Them. Let's, let's, let's go up to him after a tackle. Let's step into him a little bit. You know, I want to see it. I want to see that. You know, if we go, let's yeah, go down. Let's go down five. Let's
0: not get anyone sent off though. That's the thing. Got to be. as you no, said. we controlled. can't do that. Yeah, controlled. Well, we, yeah. We've, we've got to be on the right well, side so of it. I think if we had twelve players against their eleven, it'd be hard. We Probably can't have ten. No. Yeah. No. no exactly. No. Exactly. exactly. I, I was hoping.
1: You. Yeah. No, that's what I'm thinking, but Well, I don't know, mate. I mean I well I've got to believe for this moment, at least till so. Um I'll go you said two I'll go three two. I'll go I'll go three two Arsenal. I like it, Jack. Well
0: done. Mate. Two I Arsenal. love it. Go three two. Was, yeah. For yeah, a step in I was you're gonna come with a draw. No, well done. Good. Yeah. We need it we need this positivity as a fan base. We need this positive. Uh, um did you see in rights? Uh, yeah, I love all, him, all that. Love all that. And he's he's, he's that's exactly right. He's saying, "We, why are we? We're five points clear. Why are we all of a sudden thinking that's it? If we were five points behind, maybe, but we're five points clear. It doesn't matter. We've got the points in the bag. They haven't. I know everyone thinks, just assumes they're going to win every last all their remaining matches. And yes, they've proven it in the past against Liverpool. They have done. But, but you never know. And you have to have that hope. And I think we just got to make sure that every fan." is feeling that positivity because it does, it does play back onto the players. It does spill over because social media is such a powerful thing. You can't tell me that none of those players are not looking at stuff. Of course they are. They're human beings just like you and I, Jack. You're always on Twitter. You're always, I'm always on my phone. We're always doing it. It's become part of life. The first thing we do as soon as we've got a spare moment in anything we're doing in our walk of life is get that phone out. And we're like that. Probably bad for our necks, bad for our posture, but we're like that. We're looking at our phones. The players are doing the same thing. So if they're seeing negativity in the fans, of course it's gonna affect their minds. But if they're seeing, you know what, come on lads, we're still gonna win this, it helps. And Ian Wright is spot on. Absolutely. We've got to believe. We really do. And 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 why not? And and and, listen, and let me just take myself away from what I've been saying all season, just for a moment. If the worst happens and we end up second and it ends up on us up, let's not forget, chat, right? We've achieved our first goal of getting back into the Champions League, which was always our goal. We're basically there it. now, aren't
1: we? Right. we well, well, yeah, basically there. Yeah.
0: I think yeah. one more win and we've done it. Well, we've, we've, Tottenham can't catch us now. Right. So we've yeah. already achieved that.
1: I think, um, I think if so, something happens this weekend result wise, we're, we're there mathematically or right. something like that. There you something go. like there
0: that. You go. Right. Perfect. Right. So there's that. And let's not also forget, Bar Southampton, ironically, we're the youngest squad. And look what these players have achieved already. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let already let this. That should become the foundation of our positivity going into this game. That look, we've already done really well. Yes, it's. It, there is a frustration and disappointment because we've been top of the league literally all season from game one. We've been top of the league. And now, with a few games less, are we going to let that go? But even if that does happen, it's a great achievement. So I'm feeling positive. So that's what I was saying. You know, at the time when I was sitting in the stands, at 3 1 down, I'm thinking, you know, even if you get 3 3, so what? But that was a silly thing. That was just emotional for me at the point in time. Now, on reflection, I'm looking forward to the City game. Let's go there and do what we can. Great, good performance, small lads. No sending offs, please. God, no. And no stupid refereeing decisions yeah. at all. None. No stupid so, mistakes.
1: Yes. Early yes, doors. Ramel. Yes,
0: Aaron. Yes, Aaron. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Good yeah, I'll be praying, mate. I'll be praying for that. I'll be praying for sleep. I'll be praying for lots of things. Um, you know, I've got. Yeah, yeah. Imagine it's you see him totally lineup. Imagine, <laughs> yeah, give him a new <laughs> spine spinal. <laughs> give him. A, imagine if I say, oh, "You take mine. I don't need it. You take it." Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's what I was saying. Just get him out there. You know what I mean. It's oh, just, God. oh, it's devastating. Can I have oh, his old one? Because
0: I'm sure it's better than
1: my existing one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was frustrated over the last four or five weeks. Where's the contract signing? I mean, get it signed. If he's got bad back and he's not out in training. He should be sitting in the offices. <laughs> yeah, give him a pen. Give him a pen <laughs> here, because I'm getting Quite worried. Bad. But gosh, you saw his face on the sidelines. He must be. He must be as frustrated as anyone right. not being able to be out there. And. Let's see. Let's see. Some people seem to think they've got some insight. They might be out doing some stuff on the grass. I, th- I think it's very low chance. But either way, like you said, let's bring the optimism. Those no 3,000 fans going, Will. We've got to try and do it from home. Whatever yeah. you do that has worked this season, keep do doing it. it. Keep doing it. Okay? After this game, you can, you can you can decide where you go with it. But keep doing it. Or if it's not been working, switch it up switch it up, mix it up, right, like Mikel Arteta says, if a result doesn't go for him, he changes something, he puts on a new jacket, he checks out the Hugo boss and switches to Armani, something like that. So whatever you need to do, Arsenal fans, in order for it to happen, do that, okay? I've got my own, I've got my own theories on it, okay? I've
0: never seen you this positive and this animated, ever. That's worrying. That's how, you see, that's what I'm saying, if it's even affected you this season, you feel it, don't you? You're, you can taste that victory, that taste of that premiership
1: trophy. I'm glad. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. James has missed a good one. He's devastated when he wakes up in five hours or wherever it's going to be. <laughs> so oh, good bless him. So he's good. been on about 20 pods since the game I so know good. he's going for a record isn't he ah, bless him bless him we'll get <laughs> him on the next one won't we Neil <laughs> it's been a pleasure Same we you, will Joe. be Thank back after kind of no I appreciate it. We'll, be, we'll be back after We lose or draw we will be back after the uh, the massive game away at Man City but like Neil said like we said keep it positive do what you do in order to get it done we are the Arsenal and uh, people don't know our history Some of these reasons, but I'll tell you what we know it and, uh, we ain't going down about a flight to a field, so, come on here, Austin, let's go do it.